to be honest, like these were the really the 48 hours where I was the most like severely concerned because you hear the coffin, you don't realize, you don't know. We just, well, yeah, kind of. Okay. And also, well, our last episode was with Nick. If you didn't listen to our last episode, it was with our friend Nick, who's also a runner, and you guys should listen to that. It was um, the best. Yeah, it was the best. But today we're kind of back to our Corona chats. Um, so w- what? how do we even start this, Carly? Well, I have COVID-19. That's a great way to just put it out there. And... um. And that's why we couldn't record last week because Carly was not feeling her best. I died. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't feel good at all. So, um, so okay. So I do want to start from the beginning. So when – so you got it because your dad tested positive yeah, first. Yeah, so a little bit of background. My dad and brother are both considered essential workers. Um, so my brother works at Costco, so that's like – a big deal um he's he was working up until probably about a week or two ago yeah you actually you had mentioned your dad and your brother working in yeah it's actually because i feel like if you listen to the last like maybe not the last episode but the two leading up to it you kind of get a timeline of me not knowing i have it but talking about like that situation (laughs) and like the situation with running and not knowing why my body was being weird Right. So tell us, when did your dad first started experiencing symptoms and what exactly was he experiencing? So I think we're going to, we are officially um, saying that it was the weekend of Easter. Um, okay. And just so this makes sense. So we did like, we redid the floors in my house like weeks ago. And Wait, and you I, joked about that also. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Is this bad?" Because, um, because we and I don't, I don't think anything ever really came from that because of the way that was done. But we were still, I guess, the weekend of Easter, we were still putting things back together. <laughs> that was my birthday, which was the Friday, April tenth, and then e- Easter was Sunday, April twelfth. The twelfth. Okay. Yes. So my parents got a lot of. So their whole upstairs was completely redone and they got furniture and my dad on that Sunday was putting together like Ikea furniture, nothing crazy. Um, and that was when he just did not feel good all day. Um, and I think I mentioned too the previous weekend, we were all painting together. We were all painting mm-hmm. upstairs together. So I, we don't know exactly when maybe he got it, but I think also he was definitely, he was still working then. Too. And I think it was like that Monday was when he decided not to go back to work um, because then he developed a cough. So he felt feverish, I guess, and just had a really, really hard time getting through just putting like a dresser together, which my mom and I were helping him. So it, it was a, it was like a lot of work, but it wasn't something you should be completely exhausted from. Mm-hmm. So we weren't thinking it then. Obviously, we were just like, oh, man, you know, rough weekend <laughs> or, right. something, or something. And 
it wasn't until I think maybe a day or two later when he started coughing like a very strange cough and I can get into that um was when we decided like okay you know what maybe this is a problem and you need to get tested so when did he first go to get tested this is really hard I don't remember um but it had to have been some point that week because I remember I got up and I yelled at him because he he actually may have gone to work that Monday and it may have been like maybe that Tuesday because the cough was really bad it was like Unlike anything I've ever heard before, it doesn't ever, it doesn't sound like it's coming from like, you know, when somebody has an issue, like a bronchial issue, like where their chest is like congested and it sounds like a really deep cough. It didn't sound like that. It sounded really like a, like a throat cough and it was, it was compulsory. Like he couldn't stop Mm -hmm. once he started and it was really scary. It sounded like, um, like he just kept coughing because it never felt like he had finished like he he wasn't satisfied like his body was just like compulsively coughing it was really scary and you know he was a smoker he's not he's he's not super athletic or anything you know and he's probably what in his 50s so I got I caught up because his cough was waking me up in the morning he was he was getting up for work at like 6 30 in the morning and I got up and I was like you better go get tested today I started yelling at him <laughs> Well, I actually remember you texting me because I remember waking up to a text from you, which is so unusual because I'm usually up (laughs) before all of my friends. And I remember you texting me like I'm yelling at my dad because like because his cough was so bad. Because he also like wasn't. I think he was okay. Yeah. So that's another thing. I think he was kind of upset. Um, I, I think he had gone before. I think he had gone to the urgent care before and they just told him because that because I remember at that point yelling at him because he was just like upset with how urgent care handled it so mm-hmm. I think at that point so he must have maybe gone like later in the week well so what did urgent care tell him the first time he went urgent care told him like we don't have any tests today like because so the urgent care was saying that they they open at like 8 a.m and they have 15 tests at the beginning of the day and if you come and you're exhibiting symptoms they give it to them so he went the first time they told him that they were like look it sounds like you have like a sinus issue whatever you can come back early one day if you want to get tested but like you have to be exhibiting symptoms and you seem like you're not and he was like okay whatever so he was like pissed about that so then that morning I was like you need to go and you need to get the fucking test because sorry for my but I really I really because I I heard the cough for days and I was like this is terrifying we don't know you don't know like you and I and everyone now is like oh are you guys okay to be honest like these were the really the 48 hours where I was the most like severely concerned because you hear the coffin you don't realize you don't know a that it's actually what it is because you know everybody's saying too they're confused because allergies are going around and right so and I I remember convincing you like the way that you felt I'm like it's allergies like (laughs) you can hear me I'm like like I said it's funny that we've been like documenting this because you can hear me two episodes ago being like yeah you know I've never felt it this bad but it must be and like again this is a long story and we'll we'll get to it but like no that's not what it was it's it's, like severe so right so then the second time your dad went to urgent care I think you had said he didn't have a fever. Is that what yeah, happened? So he went. Th- so then after I yelled at him, he went when they opened um, and they said, yeah. And they turned him away again. He was like, listen, I have this really bad cough. 
I've had, he did have a fever, but he was having the fever like towards the end of the day, you know, how you get worse mm-hmm. as the day goes on. And so at the end of the day, every day he was experiencing maybe like a 101.5. So again, nothing so terrible that he needs to, you know, be checked out immediately or like, but um, yeah, he went and, and then, they, but they t- took his temperature right there. They're like, yeah, no, this isn't COVID. It's acute sinusitis. And they gave him like an antibiotic for that. And he was like, are you kidding me? Like what? <laughs> what the fuck? And well, especially it's just like given the climate and like just how everyone is talking about it. I'm so surprised that they just shoo you away like that. Yeah. Well, and don't try to say like you know this is all we have, but try to go somewhere else. Like you know what I mean? Like they don't try to encourage you yeah. like to seek help elsewhere if they if they can't help you. Like yeah. don't they know how bad it is? Yeah. <laughs> and that like you probably do have it, and he in fact did have it. Spoiler. Like- yeah, I mean it's hard because when things like this happen, it's so scary because there's just so many people out there, and like when you're in, you know a middle-class family and you don't have like a ton of money where you can get yourself or a ton of like because the other thing is my uncle got tested weeks ago and he just had like he was connected with somebody he knew somebody who was doing the testing and got it done and that's not to say anything you know good for him I'm glad he was able to do that but like and he he did come over and he was saying like you know my friends are getting it who you know have no real reason to and I think I don't I think he got it because he's He's got some serious health problems, like, outside of all of this. And I think he got it to just have some peace of mind. I, I don't know. But and maybe he was doing the same thing. But he's like, you know, people are just unnecessarily getting it just because they can. And, and for my dad to be in a position where he's not being treated the way maybe he should have been by our healthcare system was kind of hard to watch. It was like, because I saw him get frustrated mm-hmm. about it. And there's nothing I can do. And what if, like, we, you know... Two days down the road, he's he's so severe he has to go to the hospital. Like it's also then, just so then crazy then that like at this point yeah. we're six weeks into it, and I feel like six weeks ago I was told that anyone who wants a test has a test, and like just how hard it was for you know what I mean, like just how sparse the tests actually yeah. are. Like Definitely fifteen a day, like you have to be one of the first fifteen people to get there. Yeah. Like I see pictures online of lines of these like cars like down mm-hmm. streets. And you only have 15 tests? And think about the hospital. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really scary. And, like, it, you, when you're not, you know, the richest person or the most well-connected person, most well-known person, you, mm-hmm. like, you learn that very quickly in these time situations. And it's, I mean, I'm, I, again, though, like, not to say we are in such, we are so lucky to be in the position that we are in, but it's just a kind of, like, a, a little bit of a reality check, I think, kind of that, mm-hmm. you know, our healthcare kind of sucks. <laughs> and, and like these things are just so dire and these situations can be so scary mm-hmm. and they can escalate so quickly. And, and to not have access, like, like premium access, I guess, to healthcare, I would say, because we do have access. We are that lucky, but. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it was, it was weird, like 48 hours. And so eventually, third time, he went And then back. now, yeah, what's the span of like the first two days that, like, did he go? Yes, yeah, so I, I want to say the weekend before April was the first time he went. And I think that was the first time he was turned away. And then I think early that following week was the second time he was turned away with the, 
because I remember it being toward, sort of like the end of the week and us being mm-hmm. like, you're not getting better. You, you're not getting severely worse, but you're not getting better. So you need to go back and like, we need, you need to know, we need to know. And then he got the test done and we knew he had, yeah, I'm trying to look at a timeline. I, I, I'm not good with all the time. So 12. Yeah, I, I don't really know exactly where I'm at with all this, but it doesn't really matter, the timeline. But just know it was, like, two days mm-hmm. between each time he went and eventually. And when he went back the third time, they, like, knew who he was. My dad was, like, not messing around. He was, like, listen, you've seen my face three times. I'm not kidding. Give me this test. Mm-hmm. And they eventually gave it to him. So we, my my mom, my brother, and I all went last week. So um, we, it took about... I think he found out in like a day and a half. So he went and we got a call and he was tested positive for it. So we had to um, set up a quarantine situation with just him. So um, we went and got an air mattress because my, so now, I mean, it's a good thing we did all the moving around that we did because he was able to stay in my brother's old bedroom which is on the first floor of our house and it's just you know it was supposed to be his like kind of tv room anyway so kind of worked out and he's got tv recliner and air mattress in there and it's not funny it's a little bit funny because my family were all like really silly and we we were taking this so seriously i mean yeah and you guys were were using all separate bathrooms right yeah so that was the other thing too so but it was just kind of funny because he was like (laughs) kind of like a patient or some kind of like because we the way we would give him his food was we would just like leave it at the door or like open the door and slide <laughs> it in and close the door <laughs> um did not like at all so then we have two bathrooms we have one upstairs one downstairs um and he used the downstairs one and we all had to now use the upstairs one so we you know um it's weird because like you realize how scary germs are I I think I said this on another episode I'm really not the kind of person who's ever been like a germaphobe I've never been super like oh I have to wash my hands after I touch everything I'm a little bit reckless like that because I just I don't know I don't really care that much I know because I know people who are like weird about like touching the poles on the subway and like being like I have to touch their hands and I had a I had a friend in college who like wouldn't touch the escalators (laughs) in the mall like and I was right. like, never well. People kind of say person. that they think know. after this, people are going to be very like way more germaphobe, you know. And and people well, actually say, course, especially about children, traumatic. they're worried that we're going to be raising our kids to be like germaphobes because yeah. they're going to be growing up in this weird yeah, climate. And they'll be, they'll be eating dirt in the backyard, and I'll be fine with it. Because listen, like how else you you do have to expose yourself to some level of. Germs, well, yeah. You need an immune system. You need to be able to build up the ability to when things like this happen. Hopefully, you know. Obviously, you right. can't you can't predict this shit. So there could be a pandemic that just wipes out everybody because nobody's immune. But in these situations, you'd hope that you built up enough of an immune system to be able to like. Right. So, well, I want to get back to that. So, talk to us about your symptoms. So, your dad get tested positive. So then, um, I mean, obviously, you all got tested. Yeah because he did um but what were you experiencing mm-hmm. um well it really wasn't anything well I can't really say that exactly because there were maybe a few days um where I did not feel great um 
I do think some of it actually was my allergies back maybe two or two and a half weeks ago. But once that all kind of went away, I still felt really exhausted. Um, And it's kind of hard to tell exactly how exhausted because I wasn't really doing a lot during the day because I work from home. And, you know, if I had my regular commute where I was getting up, I was getting on the subway and I was getting on the bus, I would I would know how if I felt way more exhausted than usual. But I just think because I wasn't really moving around a lot. It was hard to tell, but I guess I could really tell because I am sleeping a lot, even though I'm not really moving around. And um, there were nights where my face would get really flushed and maybe I wouldn't have a fever, but I wouldn't feel like I'd, I'd feel kind of dizzy. Mm-hmm. And well, so the last time, talk to us about the last time you had tried to run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, again, I've been struggling to run for like two weeks now. And like I said, like I've, my pace has been much slower with my heart rate spiking up around like 190, 195, which is never normal. Like I, even when I do sprints, I feel like I barely like, maybe I get up that high when I do like really hard sprints, but like not really, you know, seeing like 200 as my heart rate is like not okay. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And I'd be at like 190 and I'd be running a third mile at like an 11 minute mile pace it's just not normal and you know that like when you watch your body and you run and you use your body like that every single day and something just completely changes like you notice it completely and you you feel it you see it in the numbers and you know it so that was a problem and then I you know not when I didn't know what it was I was like kind of frustrated because you go I go, like I said I think you know, I go from doing all this training, running 16 miles, and now I can't run four. Like, what the hell is that? So on last Sunday, I tried running like a long run because I was just so like tired of not being able to do that. And I know, again, this is like, literally don't do this if you're (laughs) having experiencing the same things as me. It's just like, I know I shouldn't have done this, but I'm just not, I don't like to listen to anybody, not even myself sometimes. Um, so I ran six and a half miles and I couldn't feel my arms at the end of it because I, I mean, had the first four, mi- yeah. <laughs> the first four miles, I was running, my heart rate was at 197 the whole time. So like, that's insane. I spent 40 minutes at like over, complete overexertion, like, Carly, that's, no, I know, I know, I know, and it, well, and it, then I was, uh, it went down to, like, 165, and it was probably because my body was, like, giving out, and I was, like, oh, okay, you know what, this is fine, um, but you, like, I really can't describe the feeling in my head, because, like, my head is, like, like, I, there's, <laughs> the oxygen levels, like, just, my heart is pounding, it was insane, and, yeah, my, my hands were, like, a little bit blue, but, I felt like I needed to do that. And then I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to take a week off. I didn't take a whole week off, but I took a week off, kind of. Um, I ran yesterday. <laughs> but, I hate you. Okay, but yesterday actually went okay. So I'm, 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 I'll talk about that later. But Okay, well, so now tell us, what was it like getting tested? What was the experience like? Well, yeah, so this was, and we're going in chronological order because that run was on Sunday and Monday came around and my mom got tested Monday morning and she was like, no, like you actually have to go. And I was like, because I didn't want to go because I don't want that thing stuck up my nose. I don't like that stuff. Um, 
that was actually my biggest fear and I was kind of being a little bitch about it but that's just kind of how I am um in light of you know a global pandemic I'm afraid to get something stuck up my nose um so I had an issue a little bit of an issue getting a test my mom's like considered senior age which don't tell her I said that she doesn't listen to me <laughs> she didn't like a, like a fact but you know we don't like to like it um definitely doesn't look it and so she, so she had an easy time but she didn't tell me that she was like yeah I went and I told them you know your father has it and so I wanted to get tested just to make sure and I was like oh okay but then she like didn't she failed to mention like after that she was like yeah and you know I'm you know I'm older and the guy was like oh, okay great yeah so it sounded like it went super easy but it didn't um for me because I went and I was like yeah I said the same thing I was like I need a COVID test you know my dad has it this woman this doctor is like well, I can't just give you a test if you don't have any symptoms. So it's like, okay, you know, um, you know, my mom came here yesterday and told the doctor the same thing. And she got a test. She's like, well, that was a different doctor. And I have to follow CDC guidelines. I can't just give you a test so you can leave quarantine in two weeks. I was like, um, that's illegal. <laughs> and I'm not gonna, and I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. And I was like, okay. And she was like, and then she said, well, do, well, what are your symptoms? I was like, I have shortness of breath. And she was like, okay, you can come in the back and get a test. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's the first time I'm up at like eight o'clock since then. I'm not happy. And I was like, really? What is that? But I get, I mean, it's fair. I appreciate that they're, they're being strict about the testing. That's great. But I was like, hold on. You didn't even ask me if I had symptoms. And girl, I do. Like... <laughs> I was training for a marathon and now I can't even run a few miles and she was like yeah okay just come in the back I was like okay whatever because also I because in the back of my mind too I thought about it like my dad had a cough and they didn't give it to him because he didn't have a fever I was like shit they're not gonna give it to me because I don't have a fever and I just started panicking but I got the test so I so that was that questioning situation happened from inside my car and I was on the phone with the doctor sitting in the parking lot of an urgent care Oh, wow. And I had to schedule the appointment online the day before. And hmm. I scheduled it for 820 because, again, like I mentioned earlier, like they were saying that they only had 15 tests and it was um, starting. Like, I mean, I guess their first appointment was just before 8. But there was nobody else there. So that was another thing. I was like, nobody else needs it. If anybody needs a test that bad, there'd be a line. Like... But interesting, yeah. There, it really there was one guy who was in the testing tent before me, and he was gone by the time I went back there. So you, I pulled around the back, and there was this like makeshift little tent. It wasn't super big. It was like just big enough so you could drive under it, almost like a um ATM teller thing. And there was like a plastic wall. There was like a booth on one side and there was a plastic wall with like two holes in it where the nurse could stick her arms out and like give me the test. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, And so I got out of my car, which my brother said he didn't get out of his car. Like they came to him, but I guess it was kind of different. He went to a different one and he went to the one in Marlboro because he's like, I'm smart. I went to the one in the rich area. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so, so I went over to her and she took my temperature with one of those like ear things and then she stuck the thing up my nose and honestly, it was thinner than I thought it would be. I thought 
in my mind, I thought it was one of those normal like cotton swabs that you would get that are extended that are long, mm-hmm. but it's thinner so that it fits all the way up there and they go all the way up your nose. And she went up the one nostril and they're in there for a solid, like if you count really slowly to like seven or eight seconds, it's too long to be in your nose. And she was like moving it around. And I was like, can we not? Can we not? This is terrible. And did it hurt? Did it tickle? It didn't tickle. It didn't like hurt, hurt, but it hurt. Like it, it kind of stung a little bit. Plus I have okay. allergies. So it's like my nose now just starts running like crazy. My eyes are tearing hmm. up. That's how like far it went. And then she, I was like, oh, okay, I'm done. She goes, no, the other one. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was just like probably one of the more unpleasant 15 second spans I've had in a long time. But I'm right. very glad it's over. And, and that was it? Then they just let you leave? Yeah. What and did I, they tell you? And I was like, I just go away. I was like, okay. Mm. I was like, uh, anything else? She was like, no. And then how'd you get your results? So they didn't call me or email me which was weird my mom went on monday checked her uh they there's like a portal you can sign into and mm-hmm. so she did that she signed into the portal on the following thursday probably around like two o'clock in the afternoon and hers was in there and she tested positive so we were just like my mom too like probably exhibited zero symptoms <laughs> um she has felt shortness of breath but again like i said this to you She'd be like, I don't know if I'm short of breath or if I'm just like really anxious and I'm making myself crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, oh God, is that a symptom? And then I'm like, wait, no, am I just anxious? Like, which is fair right. and, and kind of, again, kind of funny, but not really. But she's. And then what about your brother? He's negative. Oh, really? He's negative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I signed into the portal on Friday. I was positive too. Um, which I'm just happy because I'm like, okay, that's why I've been running like shit. That's why I've been so tired. And I'm at the point where um, if I did actually get it on Easter, I'm, I'm close to two weeks in. So I should start seeing, you know, um, my health improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I know, you know, it's better for me if I know why I have to take it easy than to just like not know what's going on with my body it makes me frustrated and it makes me want to like push through it because I'm like well you don't have an excuse (laughs) um yeah and how's your dad doing he's good um he put together a ceiling fan today and he's tired from it but not to the extent he was last time Mm -hmm. and we thought his cough went fully away it's kind of back a little bit but I've also been hearing that um this thing is just really hard to kick and that even though you may be okay in two weeks you'll still kind of have things pop up um for weeks after people have said because it's just like a hard thing to shake like I think my I have a pair of cousins that have it and I think they've been symptom three free for like three weeks three and a half weeks almost a month and they said they still are like tired when they try to do things like they can go through their lives normally now without having issues but if they do something extra or uh, if they have an extra long day, like it, it can be kind of taxing and they can kind of feel it start to creep up again. And the other thing too, is we don't know if you can get it again. Right. Which is like. <laughs> Another thing I want to ask you, you said um, that they didn't really tell you anything or give you any recommendations since you're 
dad had some more severe symptoms did he get any sort of guidance on no, really. what to do what to take nothing i mean like you hear like you shouldn't take anything but tylenol but that's really it right i'm just surprised that that's i mean they give like, you like a do they advise you to isolate yeah, and self quarantine yeah, like, okay. that's what i mean like they give you a packet but it's all the stuff that they're telling you to do anyway like wash your hands right. wear gloves stay inside <laughs> like okay you know there's yeah. not um they, they don't tell you to take anything they just tell you to like lay down and rest and like when things get worse and if they get worse to what extent you should start to worry and I think my I mean my brother um did a little bit of research and saw like um somewhere where they said if maybe by like day 11 with symptoms if you haven't gotten much worse up until that point you should be okay mm-hmm. um and, like, you should be able to ride out the rest of it without getting progressively worse. Apparently, though. Like, again, nobody, again, nobody knows, yeah, nobody knows anything. So it's, like, scary. I haven't, like, again, it's very nice of people. And people have, like, reached out to us. My dad's getting phone calls, like, every single day. I was like, yo, how do you feel? But, like, we're really doing fine. We really all feel okay. And we're lucky. Um, and, I, like I said, haven't, I hadn't been severely worried Um except for maybe those that like 48 hour period where they mm-hmm. weren't being helpful with the testing. And my dad was, his cough was like terrible. Yeah. It didn't sound that was good. So I, I heard it through the phone. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really, really scary. And you don't know, you're like, you don't know how much it's going to escalate and if it does. And yeah, but the other, I mean, you know, Luckily, too, my dad, his job was good about it. Um, he's been home. He had two weeks off. Um, and then my brother, his rule was, like, once we found out that my dad had it, he was home and quarantined from work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they did their best at Costco. I cannot believe that kid is negative. It's perplexing. He terrifies me. I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I've seen things about people testing negative than positive. Yeah, and well, stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is my possible. My mom was that... just saying to him today about going. Also, if he didn't have it, he's going to. Well, that's the other thing, too. Get like, it, right? It, now that he's home, it's almost worse. Yeah. Because we all have it and we're in such close quarters. Like, we. Is he supposed to quarantine? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, and I feel so bad because we quarantined my dad for no reason. For like, yeah. He's also still in it. It's like he has Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> 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 and what was really funny was like, so we we made like, obviously it's we didn't make the rule, but we were like, anytime you leave your room, which don't leave your room, but if you must, you have to wear gloves and a mask. And he was like really dying in there. Like, if anybody, not not anybody listening to this probably knows my dad, but he's very, like, talkative, like, loves being around people, like, needs to talk to people, needs to see people, and he, he would come out, like, inch out into the kitchen, and we would all look at him and be like, what the hell are you out here? <laughs> what are you doing out here? Come back inside. <laughs> and we, it was, it's just, like, it's not, like, this stuff isn't funny, but it just makes me, like, joking about it. It makes me feel better about it. So. I mean, you have to joke about it. And it just. It, that was the funniest thing. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, get back in your room. Jeez. And now we can't do that. So, and we did that for literally no reason because we all had it. But, well, I mean, you were trying to do it. I know, I know. And then you can't, it's hindsight. You really can't, 
you know, we did a great job and we, we did our best, but <laughs> so now that you're feeling a little bit better, what's your plan um, to kind of get back into it? So, yeah, I had a run yesterday that was actually pretty good. Um, okay. I was probably back down. Like I, I don't think I ever even hit a 10 minute mile. My heart rate did go up, but it also didn't go that high up until about, so I did four miles and it didn't really, it wasn't really up high until, um, maybe the second half to maybe the third, the last third of the run. So that's a major improvement because what would happen would, would be like, I, I'd be running maybe like a nine twenty mile, the first like three quarters of a mile and then it would go all the way up to like 10 20 and my heart rate would be all the way up at 9 195 the rest of the run whereas the one yesterday I started out I think I did a nine minute mile then like a 9 20 and then like a 9 40 something so it got progressively slower and my heart rate got up higher but it was at a slower rate and again but I don't know if that's because I took off since the following Sunday I mean right. for the prior Sunday like I hadn't run since that disaster where I couldn't feel my arms um I think I'm I'm just gonna continue to do that just try to do like three to four miles every few days and just because again like I don't know when this is gonna go back to normal so I feel like I do need to keep consistently running and I'm saying I'm using air quotes when I say that because that I don't mean every day but maybe every few days to mm-hmm. see what progress I can make and if I can get back out there and at what capacity, but, um, one of my neighbors, her, um, brother is like into running as well. And he had it. And again, like he's been symptom free for maybe two weeks now and he's still not right with running. So it's, Mm. I mean, everyone's going to be different. I mean, just ease into it and like do what feels good and don't be stupid. So yeah, I know I'm not going to be stupid, but something I've been doing is I've been doing a lot more like um, strength exercises. And I used a big gallon of iced tea yesterday and I did. <laughs> I know I saw your Snapchat you sent and it was like, Oh, just finished squats or something with my, with my iced tea. I was cracking was up. Because I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to get some weights. Like I'm going to order some weights, even though it's like you live, they're sold out everywhere. I found one site and I'm getting two dumbbells, like 15. And I realized, try Walmart. No, Walmart doesn't have any. Oh. They were little, not, the, and at least not the ones I want. Cause the 15, I, they've had, I saw they had like two pound ones, but like, I need, I need like 15 pounds. So anyway, I realized I probably didn't have to get two, but it's fine. I got two. I can do lunges. I can do like squats with the two of them. But anyway, I got, I ordered them. But yesterday I got back from the run and I was like, mom, yeah, I'm going to order like dumbbell. She's like, you don't need to do that. She's just like, just use the Arizona iced tea jugs. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile I'm like really sore right now probably because I did a hundred squats but um that's a lot well I just had to overdo it so I guess you're recovering well I'm doing okay um that did make me really tired yesterday I, yeah so I did a four mile run and then I did like some abs and I did some arm exercises with that thing I did like a hundred squats and then I was like knocked out <laughs> I would sleep at like 10 it was really um, which is early for me lately because uh, my sleep schedule is all messed up. So, and you know what I watched last night that I haven't watched in a while and like kind of fire if you're go if you want to go back to it. What catfish? 
Oh, the TV show. Yeah, some early episodes are pretty, uh, it's kind of funny. It's a freaking weird show. It's funny to watch now because you think about how easy it was to catfish somebody years ago. Right. Like with my, remember MySpace? Like mm-hmm. that was so we we talk all the time about how we pretended to be like sleep numbers. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it was so easy, but now it's like I know. you have so many profiles and you your name is everywhere that's like, well, that's not you. But it's really it's eye-opening to watch. It's entertaining to say the least. Well, I'm glad you're getting back into it. Thanks. Well, do you have any more corona thoughts? No, um just I just, um, I guess I'm going to see what the process is to donate blood because I think that even though I'm, I, again, I'm such a little bitch, like, I don't like giving blood. It kind of scares me a lot. I don't want to pass out. But I feel like if I can contribute, this would be a good way to do that. So I want, I would want to do that. Um, And I just, I mean, again, this is said so many times, I feel like a cliche little idiot saying it, but to everyone who's working, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, to everyone who's staying inside, thank you. You're amazing. Um, and I love everyone. And don't take your health for granted. And when we get back out there, um, let's all appreciate being healthy and happy. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Also, you're moving so oh, much. Sorry, sorry. Because I got uncomfortable saying all that. that's what you do when you feel uncomfortable you know i i want to say like a little thing about that because i've realized like i mean maybe you do too that when i talk about serious stuff i like make a voice oh my god i love you so much (laughs) weird like you know what i mean like i say something in such a weird voice where i'll be like that makes me feel sad (laughs) like you know (laughs) that upsets me (laughs) I don't like that yeah no I feel the same way that hurts my feelings (laughs) and I do that all the time when I feel uncomfortable and sometimes I notice it with my boyfriend like I don't know I'll just say like it'll just be something random like and sometimes I'm just like I don't know why I said it like that like (laughs) no I feel the same way and it's I don't know why I just feel like I talk so much I'm so embarrassing. I'm so, like, first person to be, like, loud, funny, whatever. But then when it comes to something, like, serious or sad or, like, or, like, about my feelings, I'm, like, I don't know why. Yeah, I feel the same way. Anyway. um, Oh, so what I wanted to say was I, I talked on our Instagram story the other day, and I wanted to talk about it on here because today was supposed to be the New Jersey Marathon. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. And like I was looking at the Instagram stories on the NJ Marathon Instagram today and it's like everyone posting like shit about it. And I'm just upset. I mean, I I feel like it is kind of sad because it's like New Jersey's our home and like. Mm -hmm. The beaches may not even be open, like let alone a run near the beach. It's like. Right. Um, anyway, what I was saying on my Instagram story was like, it's so crazy now that like everything's being canceled. Even like the New Jersey Marathon was postponed. We both chose not to um do that because we're scheduled for the new york marathon but like obviously no one knows what the fall is gonna bring and so it's been just kind of hard i would assume everyone to stay motivated lately if you were working toward a goal now those goals have kind of gone so my whole point in saying all that was i've been like actually trying to be more grateful lately on my runs and like think of all the things that have like brought me to where i am and like 
you know, two years ago, I started the C to 5k program. And, and now I can easily run six miles. Like that's like my like, I know I can always go out and run for an hour. Yeah. Like, there's no reason I can't. Like, no, but, <laughs> and so sometimes yeah. I have to like remind myself that because like, yeah, why should I not just go run two miles instead of six or, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, why shouldn't I keep going with just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like why run the wrong long distances if I'm not training for anything? Because um, you so, yeah, and because you're healthy enough to do it and like. Yeah. And I'm like, if I would have known this, that I'm capable of this, I would have been like, yeah, keep freaking running because that's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. You can. So like do it. And I'm always in a better mood after a run. Just always want to say that like, you're always in a better mood after you exercise. So just like, that's my little plug for like running and exercise. But what were you going to say? Actually, I was going to say something that fully aligned with um, what you're saying. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. We planned. We planned. We didn't. Um, we don't plan anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna roast us. Um, but seriously, we don't. Um, well, okay. So, and it's funny because it actually literally has to do with how earlier I wanted to post something on Instagram and I got all weird about it because I, so I have this weird, I don't think it's weird. I keep saying everything I do is weird, but it's not. I think a lot of people feel like this. Um, I don't like to... (sighs) talk about things that I'm like grateful for really or, or talk about things like oh I'm upset that the New York New Jersey marathon was canceled because that to me almost feels ungrateful when there's people who like lost their jobs and like mm-hmm. and it, it's just because I have this complex of like kind of pushing down the things that are important to me because those things to me may not be something like they're just they're not I, they're important to me, but maybe to other people, they're not important. And I never want to come off like, you know, um, ignorant. It, do, you, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think you don't. Yeah, I know. I probably I do, don't. I do. Well, so here's a here's Let me let me see if this is an example. I'll give a quick story of when I interviewed for peer in the 12th grade and they basically had a round where they said, you know, what do you do that makes you special? And I said, I don't think there's anything special about me. Not that that's true, but because I don't know how to talk about myself and say all the good things that I do. Yeah, well, I'm because that feels weird. Similar sense, yes, but in a way, it's sort of like I don't want to talk about the things that are going wrong for me that are like, oh, I'm really disappointed or like talking about do you not want to be like, woe is me? Yes, yes, exactly. Be- when I know okay. that, you know, somebody that, you know, follows me on Instagram might have just fucking lost their parents to coronavirus and I'm over here like, I don't get to run because I Well, that's, I feel like, I mean, and this is a good mindset to, I guess, instill in your kids that, you know, there are bigger problems in the world than yours kind exactly of thing. like that. But it's different when you're like, you know what I mean? I feel like your mom probably said that she was a kid too, but like, these are real problems yeah. that you have but now sometimes. You know what I mean? Like part of it is is like I um I need to like let myself also be a human and understanding that like although yes, maybe my problem of you know that New Jer- my first marathon being canceled to somebody else maybe like a boo hoo, like sucks for you. But mm-hmm. that there's so much more um I think behind that like that's me that's my mental health goal that's something that makes me feel proud about myself that's something that makes me like excited every single day is like working towards that and and that was that all of that was taken from you know my my day-to-day or or, or, in Mm -hmm. a sense 
it wasn't necessarily taken because I can still do it, but you know, it, it did put a damper on that. It made some things like a little bit more dismal for me. And that made, right. and like, <laughs> ew, I'm going to quote, <laughs> ew, I'm going to quote John Green, but some infinities are bigger than others. For people. No, no, but that's exactly right. I mean, yeah. just because this is, this is your biggest, you know, struggle right now or your yeah. biggest disappointment, like it is something you did work toward and you put a lot of love and effort into like, yeah, some people have other problems and, and those are really big problems yeah. too. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, this is what's going on and these, these are real to you and they're your emotions and you can feel them. And, yeah. And so, and that's okay. Like, so, yeah. I think like I go, I go back to like the, um, the thing I posted on Instagram. It's like one of my favorite fans. Um, it's a tweet from the lead singer from like years ago. And he said, to not dance when you had the health and could hear the music could be the biggest regret of your life. And I I posted that today because it just reminds me of, like, you know, why I run. Because, and the reason I've always said this, and I think I said this in earlier episodes, it's like, you get one body that you get to live in. And you're, like, the luckiest person on earth if that body can, like, move its legs and move its arms and, and do things and take yourself places mentally and physically that, you know, you have to push yourself to get to. And and I think like I go out on runs and the best runs I have are when like the endorphins hit and I'm five miles in and I feel my legs still moving and I'm tired, but it feels good. And like, I start to cry a little bit because I'm like, holy shit, like I can do this. This is so amazing. And I think not being able to do that made me like appreciate that so much more because mm-hmm. I really do have, you know, a struggle in front of me that is much bigger than can I run 26 miles? It's like, can I even run two anymore? And for that to be taken away from me was like a real, real reality check of like, yeah, that thing you love about running, like just being able to do it, like could very, very easily in the blink of an eye be taken away from you just like life can. And I think like for me, that's sort of what I'm focusing on right now. And and I'm just excited to get back doing it. And I'm just excited that you know, I'm hopefully on the tail end of coronavirus and I'm sad that other people um, may not get to experience that and, you know, may have a harder time with it. It's like really hard, but you're welcome. <laughs> that was all I wanted to say. <sighs> yeah. And, and, and if we don't get to run New York City this year and we have to wait a year, think about how special that's going to be. <laughs> Well, I think about it no matter what. I'm like, even if it's this November, next member, first of all, it's still going to be the 50th. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be like so exciting that we can finally do it. Yeah. Like, it's going to feel way better because it's going to be like, you know, I, I just I'm, wait. I like the other day, I kind of cried running, thinking about like me, you and Nick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, think about how much I have. Like, I mean, I, this is, again, back to me, but so much I have to come back from, you know, right. I can't even run right now. <laughs> and if I have to do this marathon in November, like, you know, like I have, I have so much more of, I guess, like an obstacle in front of me now, which is, which is like scary and sad, but it's also really going to be the coolest thing ever when I can get to the other side of it. And it's like, it's fire. I'm still on it. I'm still, I still have to run one just because you're going to shut down the marathons. Doesn't mean I'm not going to run one world. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I do want to, I mean, we are kind of getting toward the top of the hour. So, but there are some other things that I want to talk yes. about. So, well, I want to tell everyone, I don't think I announced it on here that I did finish little woman. Woo! 
Yeah, woohoo. I don't remember if I did or didn't. Um, but I also wanted to say after I finished Little Woman, which it was great. Um, our, we're waiting for our one other friend to finish it now because I want to all watch it together. But what I will tell, well, what I will tell anyone and what I told her, but anyone who hasn't read it yet, it's a good story and you have to appreciate it for the characters. And that's what I, okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, fair. And like, I get it guys. It's not a plot heavy novel, but being a girl and reading that book is the best experience ever because oh, yeah, and I am pumped to watch the movie. Yeah, the movie moves so much faster, and it's just it's so beautiful. Like it's so good, you're gonna love it. You're gonna be so well, happy. I am excited. Her. What? I am excited. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have to hype you up, even though I'm hyping myself up. You know how that goes. Um, so the next book that I read, my boyfriend got me for my birthday. It's, it's, uh, it's on Reese Witherspoon's like book club. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Uh-huh. And it was so good. It's written like interview style okay. about this band from the seventies. And it's, it's, it's super cool and exciting and really well written. I like, and it, like, I, I liked the way it was written. It was a very easy read. Uh-huh. Um, but it's being turned into an Amazon Prime oh, movie, uh, TV series. Cool. What's it called again? So Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I just finished <laughs> this <laughs> um, okay. this book, and it's I'm laughing because it was like a it was like a a youth adult book, and that's not something to laugh over. Youth adult books are they matter? They're amazing, but it's just a little bit like cheesy um at times because it's meant for like teenage girls which I would have loved if I was 16 and maybe I'm a little old reading it but I needed something because I've been reading like really get to heavy novels um, <laughs> I'm trying to give people context bro I'm trying I'm trying to also well I wanted what is the name of the oh, book okay. it's called- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to defend it before I blurt it out because I know somebody's gonna be like ew you read that book um it's called, okay, what it's is called it? love and luck and the reason I read it is because it's about Ireland um but it's about this like girl she's I think like a junior in high school and she has to go on this family vacation to Ireland and um she recently like was heartbroken she has this whole story but like the whole story with the boy kind of unfolds during the story so I'm not gonna tell it but she's also like going around Ireland with this book she found it's like a guide to um the heartbreaker or the heartbroken's guide to Ireland and it's like each place um there's this like quirky little thing in the guidebook about like something you should do there to help you get over your heartbreak and Again, really cheesy, but I also really love Ireland. So a lot of these places I've been to, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do this next time I'm there. Like, well, that's exciting. It's cute, and it, again, it was like your book where it was. I flew through it in one night, and I yeah. it, and I got a little sad at the end, but like happy sad. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. So read that. And there's also um, two other ones. There's well, I don't know if the third one's out yet, but there's one called Love and Gelato. It's like one similar concept, but in Italy. Oh, yeah. I would want and to read that. I like the name. Olive's one, which is one in Greece. And these are all hmm. three of my favorite places. Isn't that crazy? That sounds cool. I know. It's exciting. So, um, yeah. And then I'm also trying to relearn the Italian language. So there's that. <laughs> Buona fortuna. Buona fortuna. Thank you. I mean, grazie. Um, so, okay. I want to get to 
I want to, well, I just want to tell people that I finished Better Call Saul. I am up to date. Uh, the season five finale just aired. My boyfriend and I caught up just in time to watch it on TV. And, well, so it's just still going on. It's season five just finished. Oh. But if you, like, I, because I watched, like, I actually never finished Breaking Bad until recently, but I had watched, like, most of it in college. And I know a lot of other people did, too. And people say it's their favorite show, but, like, no one I know watches Better Call Saul. And I think it's because people don't give spinoffs a chance. But this is so great. And everyone in the original cast, like, is in it. And so people should watch it. Okay. Um, and so that's my okay. plug. So I notoriously was not part of the Breaking Bad wave, and I can't get on it. Like every time I try to get on it, I like fall off my board because I, just, I haven't been. And again, like I get it. Like I love Walt Whitman. I know there's like part of it, and then there's like I know I would like it, but I just I'm doing movies right now too. And also, I was going to ask you this. This is a really serious question. Now that we know, wait before you say yeah. Don't ask me the question real quick. I just want to say one more thing about – I just want to say the difference, I think, between Breaking Bad and Better okay. Call Saul is Breaking Bad. No one really had emotion to the characters. That was, like, a common thing people said, um, like, versus Game of Thrones. Like, Maybe that's why I don't like it. Well, so – but I will say Better Call Saul, t- t- like, so much more character development hmm. on the characters in the show. So it sounds And like it gives that. you, like, such a better basis to, like, rewatch Breaking Bad. So it could have so, like, just the same whole of Breaking Bad, but with all the things it was lacking. Yeah. And it is more, like, um, kind of political and relationship um, and not so much murder drugs. <laughs> um, cool. But, yeah, anyway, sorry. What was the question you were so going to ask? good that you got that out because this is totally – it's not totally a topic, but – I thought it was going to be, so I just wanted to, yeah. like, finish you, wrap that in a pretty bow. <laughs> you know me. Um, okay, so now that we know where it's streaming, when okay. is the appropriate time – to rewatch Friends for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is it streaming? Isn't it on YouTube? Oh, it is on YouTube TV. So, but okay, here's the no, thing. Now purchase it. Well, oh, you can purchase it. Yeah, no, but on YouTube, YouTube TV, TV, not Friends. Oh, YouTube TV. Bucks. I only had the free trial. I wonder if that's maybe not. Not all episodes were available to me. Are you joking? Oh, me. Well, are they? If they're if they're available to you with the subscription, though, then I'm not sure. I can't confirm. Mm. But I think they're coming out because like a different. Why would what like that? This is. I mean, this is the real tragedy here that we're stuck inside. <laughs> friends that we are in quarantine problem. and there's no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure that like they're gonna be on a different app coming out soon because everyone's creating an app now it does say it's on youtube tv on youtube tv um i mean like when i looked up friends it says available on youtube tv subscription but i'm telling you like when i'm logged in like some episodes aren't available but i mean the barbados episode looks like it is oh my so. god i love that episode. I know, yeah. It looks like they're. Re- I think they are releasing a, like different ones each week. Like literally, I think so. Like you can't just do the free trial and binge them all in two weeks. <laughs> so rude, because honestly, like I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Oh my god. Um. Oh, one other thing about TV. I am trying to get back into Westworld. All of our friends are saying that season three premiere was good. So I, I like ninety like, percent of the first episode, and it was okay. 
okay. I I get really overwhelmed and nervous by Westworld because it's just, it goes to so many different places. It gets the anxiety going. I have to literally breathe while I'm I'm watching. Like I'm having PTSD from Game of Thrones because it's just going in all these places. And I'm like, how are you ever going to wrap this up in a, in a, a good way? You know what I mean? If we're thinking about Game of Thrones, they won't. Um, <laughs> Which is why I why I'm I'm hesitate. I'm hesitant. Okay, well now you're making me a little nervous. Game of Thrones broke me. I'm not, not I know. the same. But on Westworld, I, I'll catch up soon. We had stopped watching season two, episode five, so I just picked up and watched season two, episode six. Um, so I'll be I'll be up soon. Okay, I'm watching movies. I just watched Purple Rain. If anybody wants to watch that. Honestly, only watch it if you like Prince's music because if you don't like his music, you're gonna hate it. And it's dramatic as shit. And it's it's uh it is what it is. But it was worth a watch because I love. It. Oh, also, I think I forget the interview is on Netflix, maybe or something it. else. And that's funny because we don't. Well, not funny. I don't really want to say that. Um, interesting <laughs> because we don't know what's happening with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> honestly all right i'm just not gonna go any further because i don't really know what i don't really want to give him any more airtime because i don't know anything i know i know Um, but yeah so next week hopefully oh yeah um we should say what we're planning on doing for our next episode hopefully yeah um well if it's not next week it'll be the week after um we reached out to um someone that i've known for a a long time a family friend of mine um who has a doctorate in counseling um and we want to have her on to talk about kind of just what's been going on and everyone's mental health and status during this time of quarantine and self-isolation yeah we're thinking maybe she could kind of talk about how something like this can affect you um, mentally and emotionally and maybe some things that um, maybe some just insightful uh, information about that maybe as a way to help you kind of sort through how you're feeling about everything. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's stuff that we have been talking about, but we wanted to have someone that's a little bit more, you know, qualified to kind of give some tips and to just, you know, expand our knowledge. Yeah, um, yeah. So look out for that. And yeah, I hopefully you'll be feeling you'll be getting back into the the running and lifting a little bit this week. And I'll have lots to tell about my iced tea weights and my really bad run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. Well, peace. Here we go. Pandemics. Peace, love, pandemic. Love it. (laughs) Good night.